Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, December 20th. I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. I've tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there. That was Senator Joe Manchin basically delivering a death knell to Joe Biden's domestic agenda. It wasn't lost on any Democrat, either on Capitol Hill or in the White House, that it was Fox News Joe Manchin chose to go on to deliver what looks like to be a body blow so severe that it may actually just kill this legislation when the senator said he's a no vote on Build Back Better after months and months and months of the White House and Senator Schumer and House Democrats all trying to get Manchin on board. Now, the senator did this in such a way that it blindsided the White House and the Democratic leadership on Capitol Hill. He himself didn't give them a heads up, but he dispatched a staff member about 30 minutes before he went on Fox News to indeed give a heads up, but then was unavailable when the president and other members of his team tried to reach Senator Manchin before he would deliver these words on Fox News, those phone calls went unanswered. Today, the senator was on West Virginia radio to further explain himself of why he is where he is on this nearly $2 trillion bill that is aimed at a series of social spending proposals for home health care, child care, and the like, as well as all that money in the bill to combat the effects of climate change. From Manchin's perspective, he says he's been where he's been the entire time. Here was Senator Manchin on West Virginia radio station Metro News. I gave Schumer exactly the philosophical beliefs and the amount of money that I thought we could raise and pay for everything. So they've had that from day one. He's had that, and I never shared it with anybody. Now the same way I never told anybody. Because my goodness, everyone's known. I've spoken so many times on television and telling people where I am. I have a problem. Joe Manchin had a meeting with Joe Biden last week, and clearly something went awry. The reporting out of that meeting is he handed a piece of paper to the president with a plan that he could get behind. But it was really about how long these programs were going to be funded, sort of the structure of the legislation. This was one of the biggest concerns Manchin had, that Democrats, in order to keep the price tag down, were saying, oh, some programs would only have a year or two years of funding in them. And he doesn't believe that that's the real cost of the bill because he thinks that people will certainly vote to extend these programs. So he was trying to press to have what he considered true cost of the bill in this overall package. Well, it was clear from the readouts of these conversations that not much was happening to bridge the divide between where Biden was and where Manchin is, though it seemed everybody had agreed that negotiations would continue. Apparently, that was until the White House issued a statement on Thursday last week where they clearly kicked the ball to 2022 and acknowledged that Build Back Better would not get done this year as they had hoped, and they cited Joe Manchin specifically in that statement. And that was not well received by Senator Manchin. I understand staff. This is not the president. This is staff. And they drove some things and they put some things out that were absolutely inexcusable. They know what it is and that's it. For the White House's part, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki issued that scathing statement on Sunday that basically 
called Manchin a liar, saying that his decision to not support Build Back Better, quote, was at odds with his discussions this week with the president, the White House staff, and with his own public utterances. Here was Saki today at the White House press briefing. From the president's viewpoint, and I saw him this morning, uh, he's worked with Senator Manchin over the course of decades. Uh, They uh, share fundamental values. They're longtime friends. That has not changed. Uh, And what's most on the president's mind is the risk of inaction. He's no stranger to legislative challenges, uh, and we are going to continue to uh, take steps, work like hell to get it done. Now, you know, the White House clearly was in a tough spot here. They want to do everything they can to keep a path open to get Manchin back on board, even though everything he said in the last 24 hours indicates he's done with this. But the White House and President Biden also have to make sure that they acknowledge the real anguish inside the base of their party with Manchin's behavior here. I mean, this is precisely what they feared all along, that if you decouple the bills, infrastructure is going to pass, it has bipartisan support, and then they're never going to get Manchin on board with Build Back Better, and they're just going to be left without the key part of the legislation overall that they wanted. Also consider there are a lot of House moderate Democrats who are vulnerable in next year's election when all the political tide is turning against the Democrats right now, who already voted in favor of Build Back Better, and now it's not going to become law. That also is a serious problem. This is simply the reality of a 50-50 Senate. And clearly, progressives were outraged. You'll hear from a couple of them, as well as you'll hear from a more moderate Democrat, Dean Phillips, who explains you got to keep working to keep Manchin in the fold. I hope that we will bring a strong bill to the floor of the Senate as soon as we can. If he doesn't have the courage to do the right thing for the working families of West Virginia and America, let him vote no in front of the whole world. He has continued to move the goalpost. He has never negotiated in good faith. And he is obstructing the president's agenda. All I want for Christmas is a senator that has compassion for the American people and not contempt. We need his vote. So all of those who are uh, throwing fire at him do so at our collective peril. Uh, So we have to sit down in January, clear our heads and our hearts a little bit. Uh, There is a path forward. Now, both Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, and the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi have sent letters to their caucuses saying, we are going to march forward with this. There will be votes on the Senate floor, Schumer says. Pelosi says it is not acceptable to just leave the entirety of the president's agenda on the cutting room floor here and walk away from it. Now, the question is, how do they get from here to there? Because it's really unclear. And it does not look like Joe Manchin wants any part of this. He says if they're going to break it up and do it in smaller pieces, this has to go back through the committee process now, not through reconciliation. And this whole episode begs one more question. Will Joe Manchin remain a Democrat? You know, the whole notion of whether or not he might be wooed away and join Republicans and make Mitch McConnell majority leader, that was dismissed out of hand by all of our sources and by Manchin's people that that would not happen. McConnell said it wasn't likely to happen either. But these things change on a daily basis. And the anger and distrust that exists between the vast majority of Democrats and Joe Manchin right now changes the dynamic here. Now, Joe Manchin said he hopes to remain a Democrat. I'd like to hope that there's still Democrats that feel like I do. I said, I'm socially, I'm fiscally responsible and socially compassionate. Now, if there's no Democrats like that, then they have to push me wherever they want me. But the political reality is clear. Joe Biden is ending the first year of his presidency on a very low note. 
Joe Biden is going to have to figure out some path forward, some way to pivot in 2022, and it is unclear at this stage exactly what that will entail. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.